Welcome to the Glow Getters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hi friends, welcome to the Leadership Collaborative or the Glow Getters Podcast. I am so happy that you're here. Maybe you're watching on IGTV on Instagram. I have like the giggles right now. Um, I have been trying to record this video two times and my hubs like just came in and scared me. <laughs> he was looking for something. Um, anyways, I teach and help leaders feel successful each and every day. And so I offer mentorship through my Leadership Collaborative community that I host where we talk about monthly leadership themes. And this month, we've been talking about mindset. I've been calling it the leader mindset. So we've been talking about like how to take care of ourselves to get in the right headspace for leadership, especially when you're doing, you know, leading through tough times like we are right now, change management, all of that. But this week, I want to answer some questions based on some comments I got from all of you on my Instagram stories. So I did a poll and asked like, what's your biggest barrier? For the end of the year, you know, as we finish up the last three weeks of December and head towards New Year's Eve, like, what is the biggest barrier and what are you struggling with right now? And a lot of you actually said, I need to stay motivated. I need my team to stay motivated. And then I need to finish my projects, but I also need to help them finish their projects. Like, how do we do this? So in this video, in this episode, I want to talk about some strategies I have for this because I'm feeling this right now. I'm going through the same thing. And perhaps next year I'll do like a more robust like end of the year what we should be doing as leaders type of series. Or maybe um, I've been thinking about doing like a, a leader planner or like a leader workbook. And I think like this type of stuff that you do every year around the same time might be really helpful. So if it is helpful, leave me a comment or send me a DM and let me know if that's something you'd be interested in. But um, let's get right to it. So there's seven tips that I've written down. And I think some of them, um, they're more like based in reality-based leadership. So thinking about like, what's our current reality and without emotion. But then I think some of them are like um, more... I don't want to say fluffy, but they're more, a little less, um, maybe not the answers you want. And <laughs> they might be a, like a little more, um, less strategic and more like human in nature. It is the end of year, the year after all. It's the holidays. I also want to acknowledge that there's a lot of people that don't celebrate Christmas and sort of talking about like the Christmas holiday and through the new year. Um, and so like, there are other holidays around right now, like Hanukkah, and maybe you celebrate something else that's completely separate from Christmas. Maybe you, for example, you celebrate Ramadan, which usually falls in the summertime. And maybe you work around, your schedule works around like when you're fasting and when you're eating. Um, and maybe it has to do with um, like when you're planning a vacation around that holiday. Or maybe you're planning a vacation and you have sort of these like last few weeks before you all push as a team to meet a deadline. And so how do you stay motivated before that? So I want to say these tips 
should apply to those situations as well. But I'm talking about the end of the year since it's a good time of year to be talking about like that end of year crunch as you're closing the books on 2020 and turning a new page on 2021. I'm happy. I'm excited about that. Um, we've definitely learned a lot this year, um, but I am ready to say goodbye. <laughs> so let's do that. Okay. So the first tip is getting really clear on how much you're actually going to be in the office. So I'll use myself as an example. So I'm filming this on Monday the 14th. And I have um, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday left of this week. So that's four days. I don't work weekends. And then I'm planning to take the week of Christmas off and use some of my time off that I haven't used this year. And so I'm out like all next week. And then the week of New Year's, I think New Year's Eve is like Thursday. Let me just quick check. Yeah. So I'm working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the following weeks. And then I'm off New Year's Day. So that actually means that, no, there's not actually three weeks left in the year for me to work and finish my goals and help other people with their progress. It actually just means there's only like eight days left for me. So check your own calendar. If you work shift work, um, identify when you're actually going to be there, what hours. I'm salaried, so it's a little um, more flexible, but also there's that expectation that I work longer and I'm on a little bit more. Um, and so it kind of comes out in the wash. So just be realistic with yourself. And then once you know how much you're going to be in the office, as a leader, um, I think something really helpful is to let your direct reports know how much you're going to be in the office. So one of my team members does this awesome thing where she puts out a leader schedule every two weeks, like it's per pay period, so that we know when each other are working and like where we're going to be working, especially with COVID, we've been doing a lot more remote. So it's helpful to know like who's on site, who's not on site without having to look at everyone's calendars. So we already sort of communicate this with each other, but um, so that is one structure that you could form. Another way is just to tell people during your one-on-ones or group team meetings or huddles or send a note in an email or something and just say, um, hey team, just want to let you know about my upcoming schedule. There's a lot to do for the end of the year, but just want you to be aware that if you need me, I'll be here these days. I'll be out these days for anything urgent, like however you want to be contacted. Otherwise, we'll have to deal with it in the new year. Yay! Just something to let people know because I know I have a couple things I need from my boss at the end of the year that need approvals. And when she told me about her calendar, I was like, okay, that's helpful because that plan that helps me plan for when I'm going to talk to her about things and what things I'm going to decide, okay, it's probably not going to make it in this year. I'm probably going to need to wait till next year. So that's my first tip. Second tip is look at your specific projects and what projects were tied to your yearly performance goals. So at the end of the year is when we start talking about performance reviews. And typically, in most people I talk to, they're reviewed to their boss, like their self-assessment or their continued education requirements are due on the 31st, so December 31st. And then we start having performance conversations in the first, second, and third months of the year. So that means that all of your goals are going to be evaluated on whatever projects or metrics or smart goal that you set up, right? So if you have anything that's hanging, that's not complete, that's tied to one of your goals, I'd say in the last eight days, right, or the last three weeks, 
that's your priority. So if you know you're not going to meet your goal, you need to get really clear about why and figure out like how you're going to explain that and if that is acceptable or not. And in some cases, you might have multiple goals. And so, you know, not meeting one of your goals isn't going to harm you. But just have an awareness so that you can pivot at the last minute if you really need to. So, for example, I have accomplished four out of five of my goals. One of my goals I know I'm not going to hit. I actually talked about it on my Instagram and how it's a little bit freeing to fail um, because it's not going to affect my total review. Uh, I'm still going to be just fine. Um, But it just helps me decide, like, maybe I didn't set the goal properly. Maybe I wasn't realistic about what's actually achievable. Or maybe it was out of my control due to other things. And so what am I going to do? You know, so that's reality. So get really clear on that. And then the third tip is decide what are your top three priorities? I've done a video on this before. I kind of hate the word priorities. I think it's in my um, leave happy tasks how to manage your day or how to manage your time video. I talk about how in the, I don't want to say this wrong, but I think it's like the early 1900s, the word priority was singular. And at some point we changed it to uh, plural, which priority number one thing, right? So at the end of the year with eight days left, I mean, I don't know if I can truly have three top priorities. It might just have to be one. So Now you're kind of thinking, okay, but I still have like a bajillion projects due and I still have to help people with their projects. So this isn't that helpful. (laughs) Bear with me. I have four more tips and I'm going to give you some tough love. So the fourth tip is what projects are your team members working on that are tied to your goals? So I'm not just talking about like team as in your peer level, but I'm talking about direct reports, like people that report to you that have control over things that are going to help you meet, achieve, or fail at achieving your um, yearly review or performance goals. So those would become your priorities as well. So if you're a manager, oftentimes it doesn't mean you're checking a to-do list, it means you're helping other people achieve goals. Therefore, you're they're responsible for executing. You are accountable to accomplishing the goal, if that makes any sense. So identify those and then talk to your folks about those goals and check in with them, see where they're at, see what's realistic and if you're going to meet or achieve those goals or if you're not. And you can start asking the questions to them. You can say, what do you think is actually possible? How much time do you have left in the office between now and the new year? And you might find that they're in the same boat as you. And that's reality. So that has nothing to do with emotion and the scramble for the last three weeks. That has everything to do with we only have eight days left. So, you know, what can I accomplish in eight days? The fifth tip is what can't wait until 2021? And what can, and it's kind of the same, a different question to phrase, uh, a different way of phrasing your question about what's a priority, but what can't wait until 2021 and what can wait and what would happen if I just stopped working on a project right now? Literally, reality-based thinking. If I, you know, what would happen if I just decided I wasn't going to work on it for the next eight days that I was in the office? And if it's really nothing, then that's probably something you shouldn't be working on right now. And if it's 
well, these people are going to blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, let's really pick that apart. And is it because people want to accomplish their own goals? It's tied to someone else's goal. It's important for the organization. If you don't complete it by this time, there are consequences. That might mean that that's a priority. But if it's just because, well, it'd be nice, then it might not be something you want to be working on when you have other things that are your priority. The sixth tip is approvals. So how often is your boss in the office between now and New Year's Eve? So thinking about your boss. So like I mentioned about mine, I know that she's working a lot of half days between now and the New Year because she hasn't really taken any time off because COVID. And so, you know, same thing. If you need to pass um, an initiative or get something approved or go through like a formal chain, for example, if you have to submit a request or an SBAR, for something and it needs to go through a chain of command, that's going to take a lot longer during the holidays because there's probably a lot of requests and a lot of stakeholders are out of the office and coming and going. Um, I have a meeting scheduled on Thursday this week and I've gotten so many out of office replies like, hey, and I'm like, I get it. I totally get it. So people are coming and going because of the holidays. So if it's something that needs a lot of approvals or it's like a, a lengthy or very um, scrutinizing process for approvals, that's probably not going to happen between now and the end of the year. So that leads me to my seventh point is, is this a just do it versus a formal process that needs approval? So if this is like, okay, this is the crunch time, we're motivated, we want to get stuff done, let's just do it. And you know what, like, that's the best time and like the best flow type of feeling, especially as a leader to see your team members just be like, you know what, I've been procrastinating on this thing all year. I want to still push it across the finish line at the end. I'm just going to go for it. I've been trying to get random approvals and, and these stakeholders together. And like I had a lot of questions and I wasn't sure, but I'm just going to try something and then we can improve it. We can do PDCA, plan, do, check, act, continuous improvement. So that's kind of fun. Otherwise, it's a, if it's a formal process, like I mentioned, be realistic about how quickly you can move that forward. So. That is my little spiel on what you should be doing in the last three weeks of the year. Um, I have a couple other things I want to mention about keeping people motivated. So we talked about sort of reality-based leadership, which is, okay, legit, how, how much am I going to be in the office? I'm working. And then, okay, I have really important deadlines and projects. You have really important deadlines and projects. Let's help each other on our team, see what we can do that's going to help each other accomplish our goals. Um, before I talk about motivation, one thing I want to talk about is the question that someone asked, which was, how do I help people with their goals right now while I'm trying to do mine? That's what leadership's all about, and that is like the core of what happens a lot of times is you're working on your own pet projects, but you're supporting your team in theirs. So if your team members are not going to accomplish their goals or finish projects towards the end of the year, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad leader or that you haven't helped them in the right way. Sometimes we want to swoop in and solve problems and just do it for people. And that's not teaching them anything. So first of all, I want you to let go of the fact that you do not need to be doing other people's projects or helping them finish their project. You need to support and guide them. And your job as a leader is to, one, eliminate barriers if possible. Two, 
point to resources so that people can become sufficient and resourceful, and three, provide encouragement and feedback and um, be able to be a sounding board when they have questions and advice and help them be realistic about their goal as well. So that being said, when you tell them how much you're in the office and available, that's you communicating, I'm here for support, help to point towards resources this much. And I'm also working on my goals. So if you need something, I'd probably be available by like the 28th, but on the 31st at 11.59 p.m., I'm probably not available. So be really, really clear and honest with your team. Um, and remember, you're not there to save and be a hero leader. You are a host and you're helping them help themselves. Um, and when you have to provide guidance or resources or want to have talk to these people about their projects, I think you always need to be time blocking it into your calendar. So making time for office hours, being really clear to people when you're available, blocking time where you're going to go gamba or go out into the work area and ask questions. How's it going? You know, what processes need improvement? How are you feeling? Any barriers that we have for today and learning about those um, problems in your daily, you know, circle of influence. So it's really being proactive in setting aside time, communicating when you're available, and then that's the best you can do. Um, if you're not having one-on-ones with your direct reports, it's definitely something to start in the new year. And people have asked me about performance reviews and one-on-ones, and so I'm definitely going to do more videos on that. I do have a one-on-one -on -one video. It's the first video I ever made, so it's kind of like low quality, but it'll do and help you out. Um, so you that's what you need to be doing. Um, so just take a step back. You can help, but you might not always be able to push it across the line for other people because that's not your job. Um, and then, yeah, communicating just how much capacity you have. Another really interesting and cool way I think you can talk to your boss is say, you know, this project is a priority for me. I know you have a lot of projects going on, boss. I know that you might have be privy to information I'm not privy to. Like, is this a priority for you as well? And that you will learn quickly, like, hey, you know, if your boss is like, yes, number one, you know, for this year or yes, in 2021. Um, Ask them to be realistic with you because if you're not sure, you're hoping it's their priority, it might not be. And then you're going to be really disappointed. All right, so let's move on to motivation. Um, so I think there's a few things. The first thing I will say is when you're at work, give yourself to work. When you're at home, give yourself to home. Easier said than done. I have been in working in healthcare for eight years now, and there have been many holidays where I've been at work on the holiday, and all I could think about was wanting to be with my family. Tough, super tough. And I'm fortunate now to be in a management role, so I don't work holidays, but a lot of you probably do. So easier said than done to give yourself fully to work when you want to be somewhere else. But when you find yourself dreading the work, remind yourself, I only have eight days left. Let me be present here so I can accomplish as much as I can and need to, and then I can sign off. That's the first thing. 
The second thing is doing a quick reflection of your accomplishments for the year that have led you to where you're at. So this can just be, you know, you might have system dashboards or work dashboards you already use. You might have quality management reports you already use. You can even just make a bulleted list. Like, what are all the things I did this year? And you guys, I think a lot of times we underestimate ourselves and then we look back and we're like, oh yeah, a lot of stuff. So these are like your projects, things like that. So it's to recognize yourself, to give perspective. Make a list for your team. Show them you noticed all the things. Show them that you are, you know how great they are, that they have done so much this year. Remind them because it's easier to focus on a lot of the negative stuff rather than remembering the positive stuff. I think it's like, it takes like five or seven positive things before it like negates one negative thing. So that's a ton of positive reminders you would need to sort of negate one negative failed failure, right? So remind them, reflect on what um, personal accomplishments and skills you've developed, personal or professional. And think about that for your team too, like, you know, a perfect time to do this is when you're doing performance reviews or at the end of the year during this push where you're like, you know what? Sally rocked it this year with finance. At the beginning of the year, she struggled. I had to follow up to make sure the reports were entered. But you know what? This at the end of the by the end of this year, like she was rocking those reports. Like I'm proud of her and write it down and then share it with her and let her know, like, this is something I noticed. And I'm really proud of you. I can't wait for you to finish this year strong. Just a simple note, email. Um, uh, uh, you could say it during your one-on-one. You could say it in front of others. But remember, people like um, recognition to be personalized. So if you're not sure how people like to receive recognition, I always say private and indirect is best. So maybe a, a note during email. Um, but I think it's it's something that I think goes on notice sometimes at the end of the year. Like, People are doubting themselves because for for some people, maybe the holidays are lonely or bring up memories or it's like a time to remember that something's coming to an end. So make sure that you think of some things that your team has done and recognize them, team and individual. And then the last thing is um, go looking in your yay email folder. <laughs> yay me or your yay email folder. So I haven't really talked about this before, I don't think, but if you don't have one, create it for next year. So anytime you get an email that says like, thank you, or gives you recognition, put it in a folder so you can go back and look at it. So I have one called Heartbeats. So at work, we send e-cards to each other and they're called Heartbeats. So anytime I get a heartbeat, I get an email. So I just have them all in this folder. So then when I'm having like a really bad day or I just want to quit (laughs) or I need some motivation, I go in there and I read my heartbeats and it makes me feel good. So you can do this for you. You can also do this if you get feedback from some of your team members. So then during performance review season, you just go back and look at that and you actually have specific examples of people praising your people. It's awesome. I love it. So if you don't have one, make one in your email inbox, create a folder. And then like title it anything that's fun and go back and check it out. Okay, guys, I hope that's helpful. I feel like I rambled a little bit, but um, very excited to share this with you. And I think there's a lot of content here. So I'm going to be like sprinkling it out throughout the end of the year on my Instagram. 
So if you don't follow me, follow me at Kayla Fahey Arndt on Instagram. I would love to connect with you. Shoot me a DM when you follow me and just let me know. I listen to your podcast. I watch your YouTube video. I saw your IGTV, whatever it is. Um, and then let's have a conversation. I'm totally open to answering anything that you want to talk about regarding leadership and, um, you know, hearing some of your feedback in your real life situation so then I can create content around that that serves you better. Okay, guys, until next time, do take care, stay healthy, and put your out-of-office message on as soon as you're done on Fridays or whatever your last day of work is. Enjoy whatever holidays you're celebrating at this time of year. All right, bye. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Glow Getters podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give me a good rating and review. I would so much appreciate all the good feedback you have for me. If you like this content and you want to get some more of it, maybe even see me <laughs> and watch some videos, you can check out my YouTube channel. Just search Kayla Fahey Arndt and you should be able to find my channel, which I call the Leadership Collaborative, which has tons of great information on leadership and tells you a little bit more about my Leadership Collaborative community that is always enrolling at the end of each month. All right, everyone. Thanks so much again. I hope you stay well and safe. Be a light. Talk soon. Bye.